The story-centric podcast delves into our cultural addiction to storytelling. Join Andrew Buckley every week as he interviews master storytellers from every genre and background to share their perspectives, experiences, and advice. Guests include best-selling authors, professional screenwriters, marketers, actors, artists, and everything in between. New episodes available every Tuesday with guests including international best-selling author Christopher Moore, Hollywood comedy writer David Misch, voice actor Amari Newton, spoken word poet Miranda Krogstad, and more. The Story-Centric Podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and wherever awesome podcasts can be heard. Be sure to follow host Andrew Buckley through his website at www.andrewbuckleyauthor.com for all the latest podcast news, guest announcements, and updates. We live in a story-driven world. Let's explore it together. A link will be provided in this episode's description. This is from the NL Times. What is NL? No idea. A hearse was found with 675 kilograms, that's kilos, of chemicals needed to make methamphetamines. (laughs) Holy shit. A hearse loaded with 675 kilograms of (laughs) drug raw materials for the manufacturing process was intercepted on May, in May, on May, yeah, on May. On the A-77 highway near Bürgen Nord, Brubant. I don't know where that is. According to the Brabant's Dagblend, where are these places? Is this on Earth? On Tuesday, the two occupants of the car are from Rotterdam. On Tuesday, the court in Den Bosch, where the fuck is this? <laughs> Decided that the 38-year-old driver would remain in pretrial detention while the 50-year-old passenger was allowed to remain free for the time being. Uh, a hearse, though? Like, how does this... <laughs> Alma Rep. Brabant reported on Tuesday that the police... <laughs> am I being trolled? Already became suspicious of the funeral vehicle on the A-15 highway between Rotterdam and Nijigen because of its unusually low position on the road. Damn. It was full of so much shit. That it actually made the vehicle lower? Wow. That's a lot. That's how you know you have a meth problem. They followed the hearse for several kilometers on the A-77 before halting it at a gas station where they discovered 675 kilograms. Jeez. You want to know what's in there? BMK. Benzyl methyl ketone or uh, phenylacetone. Yeah. Now, I don't make meth myself, but it's a key precursor, they say, to produce amphetamines, regulated by the European Union and the European Council. Jeez. In case you're wondering, the hearse was associated with a funeral home owned by the driver. He (laughs) He claimed he did not know the substances were inside boxes. This is your work vehicle. You're like, I didn't know it was in there. Following an arrest, a search was conducted at the driver's business location near Rotterdam. Police found a drug lab and half a kilo of cocaine in there. Jeez, man. I mean, at least in this, 
I, I don't even know if this is a country where this is happening. So I'm going to say on this side of the twilight zone, in this dimension, funeral directors, uh, you know, people who work for funeral homes, that's some pretty decent money. Oh, what are you going all breaking bad or some shit? I mean, this, this, yeah, this is a very serious deal. No matter what dimension you're from. Welcome to No Disclosure. This podcast is brought to you by Prevail Guitar Works, Spotify, DistroKid. This podcast is where we go on the news, see what's happening in the world, and based like fine, expensive turkeys and the sheer audacity and craziness that is our news media. Now, if you're wondering why my voice is a little husky, maybe a little sexier, as it were, hmm? a little bit more bedtime, sultry, it's because I'm getting over one hell of a fucking flu. Second only to when I had COVID. I mean, it was bad. I thought I had COVID. Had to take a home test. I was like, oh shit, I got this fucking COVID again. Nope, it's not the COVID, as the old timers say. Just a nasty fucking flu. And I'm still getting over it. This is from Ingalls. <laughs> oh wait, no, no, no. That's an ad. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I've never shopped at an Ingalls. But I had no idea they had a weird news website. Okay, this makes sense. It's from WSBTV.com. The man says, this guy says, squatters took over his home. And then he got arrested when he called the police on him. <laughs> this is DeKalb County, Georgia. How does that happen? DeKalb County man says squatters broke into his home in February and are still there. Backlogs with courts. And the marshal's office have left him legally unable to enter his own fucking house. Yes. This is America at work. There's a, there's a, there is an eviction order, order, but so what? You have to evict squatters? You can't just kick them the fuck out? The homeowner's still waiting. <laughs> That's insane. You have to legally evict squatters? Two people have died in this home from overdoses since this all started, in case you need to know. Code enforcement has even cited the homeowner for not properly maintaining the house. He legally cannot access. <laughs> Tell me how much sense that makes. Code enforcement cited this guy for not properly maintaining the house. He can't set foot on the house. Of course he can't maintain it. So you're fining him for something that you said he can't do? I bet he can't fight that shit either. The days after his tenants moved out of the Eastlake rental home, he showed up to find someone had broken in. And he has to legally evict them? That's crazy. What the fuck is the point of that? I'm talking about the Twilight Zone. I think you accidentally stepped into it, my man. That's, that's just crazy to me. They're fining you. For not properly maintaining the home. Well, you can't go there. Of course you can't. <laughs> and then you have to legally evict squatters? That's fucking weird. Wow. If you find the time enough at last guy still sitting in front of the library, give him a pair of glasses, huh? This is from Whoa, Whoa, 13 News, W-E-A-U. I think you just say the acronym, right? W-E-A-U, 13 News. I'm just going to call it Whoa, 13 News. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Wow. Woman learns she's half a credit shy of graduating high school. 16 years after getting her diploma. <laughs> Whoops. Somebody made a clerical error. 
Toledo public school system. <laughs> Recently informed a woman in Ohio, she never actually graduated high school when she received her diploma in 2007. Victoria Tatum lost a hard copy of her diploma in a natural disaster. But she still got a blurry picture of it from the graduation ceremony. She only learned it wasn't valid after trying to apply for some college classes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that, is, that is fucking crazy. Oh, my God. Ain't that, that's a mind job, man. Graduated 16 years ago. You go to take your ass some college courses, and they're like, hey, you're still half a credit shy from graduating high school. <laughs> fuck. The school system claims it has no record stating she was part of any graduation ceremony, even though she was totally there. They did, however, have records showing she was half a credit short of graduating. <laughs> Not good for any college she's hoping to attend. That, wow. Wow. You should give her the diploma just because of the fucking error. It's only a half a credit. Come on. She, they suggested that she get her GED. God. Like, go ahead and get your GED. Like, it's your fuck up. <laughs> I don't think that's fair either. She's in... <laughs> Wow. 16 years ago, had a, a diploma and everything, which means she was also able to get a job. She was able to do this and that. And then on top of all that, she lost her diploma that they erroneously gave her, you know. Wow. That's a shitty turn of events for sure. <laughs> uh, I've been kind of, yeah, everybody gets down on their luck, but shit. That's crazy. Well, Miss Tatum, I wish you the absolute best. I don't know. Uh, I, I I agree with you. You think that the school should just, you know, do the give you the diploma. It's only half a fucking credit. And it, it's what it's the equivalent uh, equivalent of an elective, right? That they should give you the diploma anyway because of the fucking clerical error. I agree with you. I agree with you. You're wanting to go to college, you know, further your education. All these stupid-ass people out there that have high school diplomas, just, ah, just give it to her. That's what I say, damn it. And I'm the boss around here. No, I'm just... <laughs> this is from WVTM 13. Calhoun County Correctional Officer is arrested, fired after stealing Pokemon cards in uniform. <laughs> what? Jeez. Somebody likes freaking Pokemon. A Calhoun County correctional officer was arrested Saturday after he was caught stealing Pokemon cards while in uniform. Yeah. Wanted to be a cop. He wanted to be the very best that no one ever was. He just didn't. And he did. He became a police officer. Good job. Good for you. But then he decided, you know what? I'm not stopping there. I'm going to catch them all, goddammit. Even if I have to steal them. After completing his shift on Saturday night... Officer Josh Hardy left the Calhoun County Jail and proceeded to Walmart. God. While there, they witnessed him remove several Pokemon cards from their packets, just putting them in his pockets all willy-nilly, like just not giving a shit. Walmart employees confronted Hardy as he attempted to leave without paying, after which he fled the store on foot. He's a cop. <laughs> they found him at a nearby restaurant. Arrested, taken to Oxford City Jail, and charged with theft. 
I would love to read the statement by the cops. Oh, there is a statement. Okay, then. <laughs> it's with great embarrassment that we have to report this incident. And Hardy has been terminated from the... Ca wow. Okay, so they fired his ass from the sheriff's office. So there's a cop... Where was this at? Was it, was it in New Mexico or some shit? Threatens to tase a guy in the dick and gets off with pay... This guy steals Pokemon cards and gets fired. Wow. So, you could commit physical violence against the citizens that you've been sworn to protect. You could beat the ever-loving shit out of them. But don't fuck with Nintendo! Lesson of the day, kids. This is from Vice. Did you guys hear what was happening in Peru? People claiming that they're seeing like seven-foot-tall aliens. And uh, naturally, potato fucking video, as always. But there's video, and there's pictures. People are saying that they're seeing aliens. Have you heard about this? Yeah, people are even producing photographs and shit, too. Pretty compelling-looking photos, I must say. And um, it's pretty weird what's going on. It's bizarre. This happened on uh, started happening on July 11th. Well, this is funny. The government has come... Well, <laughs> Normally, I, uh, the headline is the first thing I read, but let me tell you kind of what's going on. Hmm? Strange beings are visiting an isolated, like an indigenous community, you know, in rural Peru. And they're saying that the, they're these armored alien creatures. They got the big black eyes and they've been hovering slightly above the ground, making no noise, by the way, is what they're saying. And they're just you know, terrorizing these people. They float one meter high, have a red light on their heel. Their heads are long. They're kind of armored. They're saying looking like. But from the you know photos and the reports, that people are saying these are unmistakably kind of like the, the classic gray. You know, now the fucking government comes out and says. Flying aliens harassing village in Peru are actually illegal miners with jetpacks. Yeah, because jetpacks you could just get anywhere, right? Pick them up at fucking Dollar General. Where the hell are miners getting jetpacks? And what does a miner need with a jetpack? It's like the shit that the government's been saying. They'll just say anything at this point. <laughs> no, that wasn't a UFO. No. That was a sentient Jack Skellington balloon. And people are like, oh, okay. But seriously, they could say anything at this fucking point. The, the, really? I mean, uh, no one's questioning this? Grainy videos, yeah, I know. It's from the Ikatu community. But yeah, I mean, it's a really compelling story. And they're producing some pretty fucking crazy evidence. I'm not saying I believe it. I'm just saying that this explanation is fucking stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> Miners with jetpacks, really? Using state-of-the-art technology, like thrusters that allow people to fly. <laughs> this is what the government says. This isn't part of the report. Authorities have not made any arrests, nor will they. Cat! What are you doing? I'm trying to tell people about the news, man. We're talking about aliens and jetpacks, and you're interrupting my shit. You're sitting here, rare, rare. Mommy asked you if you wanted to leave the room. You didn't say shit. Now I'm going to have to cut.
let your hairy ass up and let you out. I don't like to cut. <laughs> oh, thank you, Cassie. He's, he's gone crazy. Let him go. See? And then he just runs out like, Adios, Dan! God. <laughs> anyway, where were we? I swear, the government could say anything at this point. And people will just fucking buy it. Jetpacks. We're, this is indigenous Peru. Miners. Well, there's no mining going on in the area, first off. And then they have jetpacks. What does a miner need with a jetpack? And we're, <laughs> we're not talking about the crints. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. We're not talking about the uh, have a seat with Chris Hansen kind of miner. We're talking about like coal miners or gold miners or bullshit miners. The only mining I'm seeing is the bullshit mining. Thank you, government. I don't believe that for a second. And what's funny, it, 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 to me, it lends credence to this story. Because if they come out with some obviously bullshit explanation, that kind of, in a way, validates what these people are saying. Anyway, government apparently hasn't figured that shit out yet either. It's from Fox News. Pennsylvania driver hospitalized after bizarrely crashing his car. What? Into the second floor of the home? How do you do that? A driver was injured Sunday afternoon after crashing a car into the second floor of a home in Pennsylvania. How do you crash it into the second floor? Wow, you got to be on some shit. Like, you got to do a whole hearse full of shit to do that. Yeah, it's in the second floor. Completely bypassed the first floor. How? <laughs> what the fuck? Do they even know? Junction fire officials did not immediately say how the vehicle ended up on the second floor, but said the driver struck a culvert, which may have caused the driver to lose control. Culverts don't do that. Oh, my God. There's a big-ass gaping hole in that house. The house now has a giant, flaping, fucking flaming land vagina. It's huge. That's crazy. The driver is an unknown condition for treatment, but alive. Damn. And this was right after, like, a major storm hit the area. Uh, right before a major storm hit the area, too. Asshole! Was it their house? <laughs> it took three hours just to get the vehicle out. That's a feat in of itself. Okay, so they hit their own home. No? No. This is somebody else's house. Cool. That's great. It's, all, it's bad enough to fuck up your shit, but you fuck up somebody else's shit. Charges will be filed against the driver, spokesperson says. Driver was intending... What? The driver attempting to inflict self-harm due to a mental health episode. That's sad, and that's tragic and everything. I get the mental health stuff. But do you have to fuck up somebody else's shit in the process? It's a self-harm. Self! Don't break anybody else's stuff. You want to self... <laughs> I was going to make a joke there, but some things are a little too... <laughs> yeah, some jokes are a little too dark, even for me. So let's continue. Yeah, I know. I know. I do have self-control. Isn't that wild? <laughs> I do have an inner monologue. I feed him nothing but pancakes and chips squished under the door, but he's there. It's from Yahoo News. A Marine vet killed his stepfather. What? 
Killed his stepfather with an atomic wedgie. You could kill somebody by giving them a wedgie? No fucking... How? <laughs> okay. This happened back on December 21st, 2013. So I guess he's just now going through the court system, I guess. Marine Corps veteran Brad Lee Davis learned this disturbing fact the hard way, or at least his stepfather did. During a fight with 58-year-old Denver Lee St. Clair, Davis picked up the older man by his underpants, pulled the undergarment's elastic band all the way up over the motherfucker's head. Oh, my God. They killed him. This is a first-degree fucking murder charge over a wedgie. Explain that shit to your celly. He didn't intend to kill his stepfather. Well, yeah, of course he didn't. This should fly in court, I hope you know. Because who expects anybody to die from a wedgie? This should be pretty easy for the fucking jury, I would say. God damn. Just tried to embarrass him. An atomic wedgie is just what the doctor ordered when you want to push, punish, and humiliate. You know what I mean? What? This is like a Dr. Kevorkian fucking wedgie. How did he die? You're not telling me. What the fuck? Okay. Went the extra mile. As you know, a normal wedgie is just pulling the underwear up the crack of the ass, and there you go. You want to go atomic? You take the underwear all the way up and pull it over the person's head. Then you take a photo. That's an atomic wedgie. But how does it kill a person? Uh, prosecutors went on to allege that Davis doctored the crime scene before investigators arrived, making it look like the wedgie. <laughs> Can you please televise this uh, this court appearance? Could you please televise this? Can you imagine how many times the lawyers and the judge are going to have to say the word wedgie during, <laughs> during this trial? Please, God. Please televise this trial. I want to can make it a drinking game. Take a shot every time somebody says the word wedgie during the trial. Oh my god! You know this guy was sentenced to thirty years in prison. Yeah. Now, oh, this is the thing. I mean, they, they he'd acted with more malice than four years could warrant because they found out that he was actually quite abusive even before said atomic wedgie. And they're not telling me how it killed him. Was the wedgie so epic the guy had a heart attack or something? That's all I can gather. Wow. So apparently, you can kill somebody with an atomic-ass wedgie. But I guess you have to be a Marine, and the person that you're giving said wedgie to needs to have maybe a little bit of diabetes or you know something, some kind of health thing, diabetes. So... <laughs> Oh, wow. See, I'm getting over flu, man. Oh, that sucks, too. I'm barely able to get... I've had to cut like 700 times. Seriously, I keep having like coughing fits and shit. It's horrible. But you guys don't know that. <laughs> the magic of editing. Magic of editing. That's why I like the podcast age. But um, it looks like he's going through the appeals process. And it's not, uh, it's not going well. <laughs> That's God, atomic wedgie. That just doesn't, <laughs> that just blows my mind. Please tell, uh, again, I don't want to sound like a broken record here, but you got to televise this trial. This is going to be hilarious. Now, if someone is dead, not fun. Someone's on trial for murder, not fun again. 
but I would get a lot of joy seeing all these button-down professional assholes having to say the word wedgie 700 times during the trial. <laughs> is it? Make it a drinking game. Now, as to not disappoint, because I'm all about not disappointing on this show, guess who's back? Florida man. Yeah. Florida man. <laughs> I can't even say the words Florida man with a straight face anymore. Like, are we really that surprised anymore? It's so like I said, Florida man. Poses as a veterinarian, performs a C-section on a pregnant dog that later dies. Jesus Christ, Florida man. At least he did it with his clothes on. And not in the middle of a fucking highway. Southwest Florida man. Arrested Friday for claiming to be a veterinarian and performing surgery on a pregnant dog who died of complications from the procedure, authorities say. Wow. Wow. He was a licensed pet groomer, but not a veterinarian. <laughs> Typical Florida man. You got a license for pet grooming and you're like, yeah, close enough. <laughs> Jesus. 61-year-old Collier County man was charged with animal abuse, practicing veterinary medicine without a license. I bet he was very confused. Like, I got, I got a license right here. Scissor word pet on it. Well, he says pet groomer. Yeah, pet. Because that's all he'll understand. Three-letter word. That's about as far as his mental capacity goes. Six-year-old Chihuahua, and it just happened to be a fucking Chihuahua, too, named Sugar, died following the surgery in May. Sugar's owners have been introduced to the man as a veterinarian, reached out to him because the six-pound dog appeared to be having difficulty delivering her puppers. Man came to the owner's home. That's your first fucking issue. That's your first red flag right there. Veterinarian doing a fucking house call, number one. And number two, you live in Florida. The man came to the owner's home, C-section on sugar, in a converted ambulance. He removed a stillborn puppy and charged $600. Jesus, man. <laughs> this is nuts. This is one of the worst things Florida man's ever done. The man's case hadn't been placed in an electronic docket at the Collier County Clerk's Office. So it's unknown if he had an attorney who could comment. If Florida man has an attorney, it's going to be a state attorney for sure. It's going to be a provided county attorney. It's going to be a really dumb one too. Probably another Florida man. It's from Science Alert. Man bitten by stray cat contracts infection that is completely unknown to science. Holy shit. The bite of a fluffy kitty cat. On the street could be more dangerous than you might think. No fucking shit. I was working at Walmart one time, back when I worked in that fucking hellhole, and a stray cat got in the garden center. We're talking like midnight. So we got, you know, we got the mommy shooed out. So just a little tiny baby kitten, just a little black kitten. I was like, oh, you baby. I go to get the kitten out, mauled the shit out of me. And I had a nasty fucking fever for days after that. Yeah, yeah. And fucking, that little shit, Ted Nugent, my ass. He did. I had cat scratch fever. It was nasty, too. Well, those fucking things, man, don't piss off a cat, boy. Even if it's a kitten. But apparently, yeah, this is crazy. This guy got a species of bacterium that scientists have never even seen before. His immune response to the foreign microorganism was a doozy. 
eight hours after receiving multiple bites, his hands swelled to such a great extent that it looks like Ron Jeremy's penis. I mean, it's huge. He was back at the hospital. Pinky, middle fingers on his left hand, painfully enlarged. Both of his forearms, about twice the size, which is about half the length of Ron Jeremy's penis. Which is It just looks... I've never seen a reaction of an animal bite like this. The doctors were scratching their heads. They didn't even know how to fucking treat it. They are busy trying to figure out what the fuck it was. It's a gram-positive bacteria that's linked to meningitis, strep throat, bacterial pneumonia, pink eye, shit like that, conjunctivitis. Now, when they sequenced a part of the bacterium's genome, it didn't match shit. This is a brand new germ that scientists have never formally documented. Doesn't that blow your mind? The bacterium belongs to another genus of gram-positive bacteria called Globisatella? Globisatella. <laughs> cool band name. Globisatella. Ladies and gentlemen, Globisatella. <laughs> That's a cool name. Use that. You could use it for free. Now, <laughs> this is crazy. From a stray cat? This has never been discovered before. Shit like this just, it, it, it amazes me. Because I'm such a science geek, you know? Wow. Guy's gonna... Oh, <laughs> I would say he's going to be fine, but you don't know. We don't know what the fuck's going to happen. This could be the birth of something. We might be looking at an origin story here. Yeah. I want you to document everything this guy does. Someone stick to him like glue. Stick to his ass like catnip because we might be witnessing an origin story. Yeah, we need to document this. The very the world's very first true metahuman superhero. He's gonna emerge from his bedroom one morning. Catman! He will save the city from all of its criminal activity. This guy's gonna have some major fucking powers. Yes, you better watch out. He's gonna be the best fucking superhero. He's gonna be able to give bad guys really fucked up like diarrhea inducing fevers when he bites him like that's his thing awesome night vision he'll be able to jump like multi you know his vertical leap would be out of this fucking world he'll be able to vertical leap like multiple hymns you know leap tall buildings in a single bound catch man he'll be able to get zoomies at three o'clock in the morning for no fucking reason and then require 12 hours of sleep. There you go. Catman. It's going to be cool. Keep an eye on this guy. <laughs> but seriously, I hope you make a full recovery from whatever this is. That's just wild. Just to know that there are some, there's some shit, especially from such a mundane, everyday source, you know. There's some shit that we, in, in this world that we haven't even discovered yet. Pretty amazing. Ugh. So, anyway, this episode is dedicated to Catman, savior of the innocent, upholder of the law, <laughs> truth, justice, and the American way. Catman, I tip my hat to you, sir. And thank you for listening. Make sure to go on Asylum817.com. That's Asylum817.com for all things no disclosure related. All the social media links are there as well as a link to get to our Patreon account where you get everything from bonus episodes, giveaways of certain tiers, all kinds of shit. So check it out. Shout out to the patrons, by the way. The Conkle Homestead YouTube channel, Donald Haynes, David Peterson, 
Dilligaf, I appreciate all of you. I really do. Thank you for being patrons. Thanks for uh, ensuring that we keep getting to do this crazy shit every week <laughs> and uh, keeping the show alive. I really do appreciate you. It makes my nipples hard. It does. It, it does. It does. Whenever I think about you patrons, whenever I get to post stuff for you or do things for you, whatever, these motherfuckers can cut glass. I love you that much. Anyway, guys, I'll catch you later. <laughs> all right. I love you all. And be fancy. Whew, man. <coughs> I don't know how many times I had to fucking cut doing that shit. Like a thousand. Because I kept having these coughing fits. It's crazy. Now my voice is going to be fucked up for the rest of the day. It's going to sound husky. Cassie's going to think I'm still sick. I'm not getting any booty tonight either. She's going to be like, oh, you're going to get me sick. Like I'm still recovering from it. You know, like slide on over here. <laughs> at least give me one of those unenthusiastic hand jobs. I'll take that at this point. Fellow human beings, fellow podcast listeners, fellow just anybody, lend me your orifices. No, that is not what I'm talking about. I, I got plenty of that at home. I want to let you know that I am selling ad space on the show. You hear my voice right now? Do you hear that? This could be you, or this could be me talking about you. Yeah, check out in the description from this podcast going forward. I'm selling ad space on the show. You want to talk about your brand? Huh? You want to talk about your YouTube channel, your Etsy page? Do you make handmade glass dildos in your basement? Right here, you can advertise on No Disclosure. Check out the Fiverr link in the description below. It's going to be attached to every episode going forward. This could be you. So instead of just listening to me all the time, or if you want to hear about yourself, because everybody likes that, then uh, check me out on Fiverr. A little as five bucks. Then, uh, you know, you could make a script on the show. We'll advertise your brand. Whenever this is it, you know, advertise on podcast, man. This is the way to go. I'm here to take down fucking radio, Okay. I'm here to slay it. Why don't you be a part of that? But I get it. You run a small business, you know, it, it, the things are expensive. It's expensive to manufacture, expensive to buy. You got to pay the bills. And I know you're doing more than just blowing glass down there. So put an ad on No Disclosure. Check out the Fiverr link below. Advertise yourself. Be fancy with me and let's create something awesome together. Back to the program, baby.